You're listening to From Here with Delia and Don. Hey, Don, how's it going? Hey, Delia, it is going. How are you? Hmm. I, I think maybe I'm doing a little better than you. You sound like a little like something, something. <laughs> well, you know, truth be told, it's been. I don't know, an interesting couple weeks. Uh, you know, it's been a long time since we've talked about microaggressions. Do you want to go there with me? Mm, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Always happy to listen and support you through this. Yeah, let me let me first say that microaggressions pretty much happen pretty regularly for me, but microaggressions are things that um, I'm kind of used to not a big deal. Yeah. And because of the line of work that I do, I am more likely to experience microaggression, microaggressions than the average person. That That's my <laughs> caveat, you know, with these stories. Um, but I think, uh, yes. So, okay. <laughs> this last one, the or more, I should say the most recent one I experienced is kind of funny. I have not experienced this one in a while. And I'm curious how you would respond to it. Um, so I was out on a consulting job, actually, where I was delivering a workshop. And I was making this point, right, to a bunch of uh, people at the workshop that there are ways in which culture or how we're raised in our families and also our communities, right, that influence the way we, the ways we communicate with people. And I gave the example, for example, there are certain cultures or the ways that they grew up where it is actually rude to look at someone in the eyes when they're talking, especially mm -hmm. if it's someone who has more seniority, someone who's older, mm -hmm. right? And you could tell like when I said this, like the group was really fascinated by this because like, what do you mean? That's like one of the things that you're supposed to do when you're showing like you're paying attention, right? Right. And I said, that's actually one of the ways that one of the messages that I grew up with, right? Especially with elders, certain elders uh, as a sign of respect, you know? Um, and kind of talked a little bit, bit about that. And then, and then this is when the microaggression happened. Okay. One of the people got super interested in what I had to say, lean forward. I knew this guy was going to say something. Okay. <laughs> I can usually tell when it's coming. All right. Lean forward. And then crossed his arms as he leaned forward and then blurted out, didn't raise his hand like everybody else was, blurted out, is this a common Asian thing? Mm. Okay. <laughs> so just to break it down, why is that a microaggression? First of all, have you experienced anything like this before? Like being like asked to like speak for an entire continent? Right. <laughs> Right. <laughs> In fact, the most populous continent on the planet. Like. <laughs> That's my explanation of why this is a microaggression. Okay. So yep. it sounds like you have. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so, and, and in that moment, right, you have to understand there's like 5,000 things that whip through my brain. Okay. Yep. But what comes out of my mouth, right, is, well, you know, I can't speak for all Asians, <laughs> but this is how I grew up in my family, in mm -hmm. my community, 
Okay. Not satisfied with this answer. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I should have known it got worse. <laughs> and and again, I don't want to play into stereotypes. I don't want to, you know, add on a stereotype onto a story about microaggression. It's kind of cliche, but it was this older white guy. Okay. <laughs> I'm not trying to, you know... Whatever, okay, because anyone can You're do being this. descriptive. Yes, I'm just being descriptive. I'm stating facts. So not satisfied with my answer. Arms still crossed, leaning forward. He persisted. And he said, well, but do other Asian people do this too? <laughs> How would you have responded in that instance, Delia? Like, do all white people not listen to my first answer? <laughs> no, seriously, though. <laughs> I think that's like that. I think that in a nutshell, like summarizes like why these experiences like are so exhausting, right? Because like there's like what you want to say, right? Or what you need to like figure out and like think through like what's the like societally acceptable thing to say and then there's what's the like teachable thing to like say i mean that's sort of like why it's just like a a, just like this gigantic weight just like boom like thrown onto your lap Mm -hmm. like okay well i want to help this individual like see things a little bit differently you're trying to educate and engage like an entire workshop of people like all of that Mm -hmm. this one person is just kind of like assigned all of those jobs to you and you had Mm -hmm. no choice in the matter whatsoever yeah you captured like maybe 50 percent of what like whipped through my brain (laughs) (laughs) also you know all of like the really bad bad things and i have to be super transparent like just because i know how to address this situation doesn't mean that like the inappropriate things don't whip through my brain that it they yes it does happen. But the difference is I notice them and they don't come out of my mouth. Okay. <laughs> right. All right. <laughs> because if only everybody could be like that. <laughs> notice the things that you're thinking and don't let them all come out of your mouth. Like, come on. Right. But I do, but the giveaway is sometimes when I get asked a ridiculous question like this or when I microaggressed, right? I release a little chuckle. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Now we know your tell. Yes, that's my tell. <laughs> and then one of the things that you know pops into my brain is also like, come on, why are you so basic with your microaggression? Okay, if you're gonna say like, come at me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, right? So, okay, seriously, what would you have said to this person who now is persistent? But you could tell like he's very curious. He's coming from a place of curiosity and a lack of Mm -hmm. awareness that he's committed a microaggression. Hmm. Yeah. I think I would have said something like, you know, that's like, that's an interesting question and try to throw it back to him. Like, can can you tell me more about why you're curious about this? Mm. Because maybe there's like a specific, maybe there's something he's thinking about, but he's just not being very specific. Mm. You know, like something he's experienced or like a community, like why, like why, why, you know, what are you actually asking? You know, because does he like interact with like all the Asian people in the world? (laughs) Probably not. Like it's got to be more specific. Like (laughs) I'm I'm stuck. (laughs) I'm stuck. (laughs) 
like maybe he has a you know maybe he has like a neighbor or like me like maybe like I don't know but like say something more specific. <laughs> oh, you know, I'm sorry. This is like exhausting. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's like one of the funny one of the things. It's like when people get like kind of like stuck and like like maybe he doesn't want to say like Chinese, you know, like. <laughs> Which is another microaggression, okay? Yeah. When people mean to say a specific Asian ethnicity and then they say Asian to encompass right. everything. Or perhaps they mean to say Asian thinking. <laughs> right. And they just say Chinese right? or something. Okay. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, it's – so, you know, a, you know, so a lot of things, you know, went through my head and, and – um. No, so I reiterated, I said, again, I cannot speak for all Asian people. <laughs> I think I laughed just like that too. <laughs> and you would have to, and I and I said, and you would be hard pressed to find consistency, right? But in my experience, right, this was the case. And then I said, did anybody else in this room experience mm. that growing up did anyone ex receive that message growing up and guess what a couple of other people raised their hands including there were two um, african-american black presenting folks one actually two latinx folks and one white person that also raised their hand Mm. Right. So I kind of let that sit mm -hmm. for a little to make the point that, yes, I experienced that. You have racialized me as an Asian person. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not inaccurate because I am Asian. But this is, again, something that culturally other people have experienced. You know, right. I kind of just let that sit for a little with him. And you could tell at that point he was still dissatisfied, right? <laughs> but I decided this person has had enough airtime. So mm -hmm. I moved on, <laughs> right? I mean, the for me, like, the strategy is always, you know, I'm not trying to prove them wrong, but give them something different to think about, mm -hmm. you know, um, because he is coming from a place where perhaps he's never been challenged, in this way. Right. You know, or he's never um, had the opportunity to ask uh, if this problematic question, you know? So, but that was a really interesting thing because I have not, I have not experienced that, you know, in a minute. Okay? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So that, I think I was thinking about that the other day and, and then, you know, what was, um, also really interesting that I was thinking about actually yesterday are the microaggressions that Asian people do to each other, <laughs> mm. right? Which is a very fascinating thing to me because there are some things that Asian people do to each other that I hear actually, you know, non-Asian people doing to Asian people. So I'm kind of like, what's going on there, right? Mm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, have you ever, I mean, is that too abstract? Have you ever, ever experienced anything like that where Asian people are microaggressing each other? 
You mean like at Chinese school when like everyone talks to me in Chinese? <laughs> and but what tell me tell me more about that. <laughs> and then I open my mouth and then they're just like, Oh, you don't speak Chinese. Okay, we're going <laughs> we're going back into English. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's there's a little but see I think there's a there's a way in which like I'm I get annoyed but I'm not as annoyed with the microaggressions that Asians do to each other or in your case Chinese people do mm-hmm. to other Chinese people but it still does register as mm-hmm. uh a microaggression, right? Mm-hmm. Even though it kind of lands differently. You know, my favorite ones are the microaggressions that happen to me via my kid, where people <laughs> are microaggressing me by talking about my kid. Okay. Or actually, they're also microaggressing my kid when they're talking to me. <laughs> okay. Say more okay. about this okay. one. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, going back to the episode about like, um, you know, high school applications, application season, listeners reference, I don't know what episode number, but we talked about applications. All right. So we're in application season and all that stuff. And um, the latest question that my kid has been getting has been, oh, you know, have you thought about what do you want to study in college? You know, what do you want to major in? You know, all that stuff. Right. And, and so it's really interesting because I'm hearing my kid talk about this. Right. And then They'll say to him, that, oh, you know, that's great, right? You, you know, you could, you could be a doctor, you could be a, you know, <laughs> all of the standard Asian, acceptable Asian professions, right? And then my favorite is they'll turn to me and then they'll be, they'll either say something to the effect of like, good job, mom, or like, you're, you're, <laughs> Your son is like so smart and so, you know, like he's on the right track. And I'm just like, <sighs> I'm like, wow. Okay. You've, you, this is like, you have, it's like a double whammy internalized yeah. microaggression. Okay. Yeah. You've managed yeah. to micro, microaggress him and me at the same time. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> With this it's like weirdly brilliant. Like I don't know what the right word is. Yeah. Like wow. Cutting. It's actually cutting. It's, yeah. actually it's not brilliant. That's talent. You know. <laughs> yeah. you, when you've microaggressed both him and me at the same time. So have you experienced anything like that? Not not sort of like that. I think mostly because like I've trained my kids to just be like, you don't have to know what you want to be when you grow up. Like don't you don't have to answer that question. It's a terrible it's actually a terrible question. Yeah. <laughs> but this microaggression by way of your kid. It's okay you don't. I'm just Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just feeling like <laughs> see what's happening here is I'm trying to gauge is it me <laughs> that this is specifically happening to? Or is this kind of like stuff that other people experience? I don't know, listeners, if you're feeling this, right? <laughs> and you're like, oh my God, that happens to me too, or like, wait a minute. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> that's what's going on. Okay, we want to hear from you. Okay, so those are the two microaggressions that were on my mind, and and I mm-hmm. think in my last you know thought on the la- on the second one is that 
It is 10 zillion times harder to address microaggressions perpetrated by other Asian people, perpetrated by other Chinese people on me. Okay. Mm. And this is, this is, it's like, it's like that self-awareness, that ability to get people to um, think about what they just said to me. I don't know Mm -hmm. why I, I, especially if it's like um, an older Chinese person or an older Asian person, Mm -hmm. right? It's like, Three million times harder. Yeah. Have you ever tried like trying to address a microaggression of someone who's like older than you and you're just like, wow, I'm failing? I mean, I feel like I've given up. Like, because it's just like it's like it just gets too hard and too and, and it just too much emotional like work. Mm-hmm. Right. And just I think there's like a point where it's just like, okay. I'm not going to, I'm not going to win you over, you know, I don't have the energy to do this and I don't want to engage. And it just gets really awkward sometimes. Uh Right. Like, like I'm the person, you know, when like, you know, like when you're like kids are little and like, you know, like a a little boy and a little girl are like sitting next to each other and like, Oh look, like they're so cute. They could be boyfriend and girlfriend. Yes. Like I'm the person who's like, are you assuming they're both straight? And people just like look at you, just like you're like bonkers. And yeah. I'm like, I'm not bonkers. Like, you, like, can you just listen a little bit? Like, right. why are you sexualizing these like little kids? It's just cute. Like, why are you assuming they're straight? Like, yes. but then sometimes it's just like it just becomes so much, right? Yeah. To like yes. engage in that. Yeah. I think people are like getting used to me because now they're like, because <laughs> now, I mean, on that topic, right? Because now people are like, Oh, is your son interested in girls uh, and boys yet? (laughs) (laughs) Or boys, right? And I'm just, (laughs) I do the- the folks of all genders. (laughs) 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 What's the other, how do I, uh, you know? (laughs) And, And I, you know, and I do the chuckle and then I'm like, you know, and then I answer the question, right? But I, I think this has been, you know, a lot of effort put into like, well, <laughs> let's not make assumptions about him, right? Yes, he currently uses he, him pronouns, but, right? <laughs> yeah. I cannot make any, I cannot speak for nor make any assumptions about what's going on there, you know? So you're like, I don't know. He hasn't said anything to me, which is very unsatisfying to yeah. them too, right? So... I think I feel like that's another episode to talk about when we sexualize our kids. <laughs> Anyways, oh my gosh, I got this like off my chest. I feel a little better now. Well, I'm happy to listen. Um, and, you know, I think this is something that, you know, we should come back to often because it happens in so many different contexts. And I think just having someone to talk to who like knows some of that inner monologue going on in your head, you know, or can kind of relate to some of the things that you're experiencing, I think means so much. So happy to be here to listen to you. Um, and listeners, like if this has jogged your memory or surfaced things that you're suddenly like Are wanting we, to share in terms of, you. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, there needs to be a content warning at the beginning. <laughs> 
But, you know, we'd love to hear from you about the kinds of microaggressions that you've experienced. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at From Here Podcast. Um, and you can always uh, send us love just through ratings and reviews um, on your favorite podcast listening platform. Uh, thanks so much for listening. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Take care, Don. Take care. Bye.